0: L'chaim, l'chaim, chaverim, l'chaim. all our dear friends out there. First of all, I would like to th- give a big yashekayach to the me'arginim, the, the organizers for doing such a, putting together such a program, which definitely did not come easy. We just heard from the Rebbe, the power of the individual and how everyone has to see himself, that he can tip the balance of the whole world, every individual. While this program is mostly devoted to the concept of tut alz vasir kent, and I'm sure that most people will basically talk about, as the Rebbe said then, letachis to try to figure out what we should do. I'd like to focus a little bit on a little bit of a different angle, with your permission, and respond to some of the questions that i received over the weekend, over Chaf Chesnissen, and perhaps discuss them here. And I would categorize them basically in two general questions. The first question was, it's already over 30 years that Ebbe spoke the famous Sicha, and Moshiach is still not here. Maybe that's what some people claim. Maybe we messed up. Maybe we made a mistake and we should not be doing what we're doing and we have to figure out something else totally. This is the first question. The second one is basically a sequel to the first that maybe we're not the right people for this. And perhaps if others would be doing this, maybe they would do a better job. So I would like to address this area, as the Rebbe said, the power of the individual. And since it's Motser Shabbos, and there's a famous word by Yiddin, that on Shabbos there's a minig to say a story of the Balshentev that it's a zgula for parnose etc. So and of course the famous three mistakes in this uh, statement first of all it doesn't have to be of the Balshentev it could be of any tzaddik it's not a zgula for Parnasse, it's a zgula for haligut et etc. And doesn't have to be Dafka on So I would like to share a Balshemsky Maiser that happened with my father. Rabbi Gerrelik, and it, it'll fit exactly how the Rebbe spoke over here about the power of the individual. My parents went on shlichus. my father and my mother, they went over 60 years ago to Italy. And they went in the year Tavshin Tess. it was in the December of 1958. They got to Italy was in the month of Kislev. They came on the day of Yud-Teskislev, okay, and that went through Bishalom. All of a sudden, my father realized the first Shabbos with Orchem, Hanukkah time, That is not by the Rebbe. He's missing the first Fabrengit. My father, when you took my father away from the Rebbe, is like you take a fish out of the water. When a fish, you take him out of the water, uh, jumps from Allah's eye. My father, he took him away from 770 and he started going crazy. Was He missed the fabrengan of Shabbos B'vorechem. He went berserk. He missed another Fabringen of the Rebbe. He told my mother then in 1959 Those days, it was saying, like saying today that three times a day we're going to go to the moon. That's how it sounded then who went from, from overseas to the Rebbe, people went uh, once a year, once in three years, came Purim, and my father couldn't take it anymore. My father decided he must go to the Rebbe, but he doesn't have a penny to his name. So he decided he's going to go for the last days of Pesach. How's he going to go for the last days of Pesach? He doesn't have a penny. The family that actually approached the Rebbe to send Shluchim to Italy was the famous Zippel family. There were four brothers. The oldest was Mr. Carlo Zippel. He's the one that approached the Rebbe. So my father actually approached the youngest, the youngest of the brothers, Eddie, and that he should buy him a ticket to go to the Rebbe. You talk about it, in 59 to buy a ticket to America. And you know what, Mr. Zippel, he fell for it, Eddie. And he bought my father a ticket. So my is standing a few days before Pesach. He's in seventh heaven. He has a ticket in his hand to go to the Rebbe for the last days of Pesach. My father wrote a letter to the Rebbe. The Bezat Hashem is coming for the last days. And the first days for, to him, it was heaven. He's going to the Rebbe next week. The day that he was going to leave, I think it was the third day of Cholom Marid. My father was standing downstairs. We lived in an apartment building, waiting for the taxi. And uh, he's, with his ticket, he's going to the Rebbe. He's the ha- happiest man on earth as he's waiting for the taxi, the taxi's coming in two minutes, all of a sudden the mailman shows up. My father saw the mailman go into the building and putting envelopes into the people's boxes. And he saw that he also put an envelope in his box. So my father went over to the box. It's a letter from the Rebbe. And I'm going to share with you this letter right there on the screen. It's a letter that the Rebbe wrote, where the Rebbe writes as follows, Shalom uh, I hope you could see it on the screen. Yeah, if you see it. Shalom In response to your letter of Yud Nissen, in which you write, I have over here the original with me, in which you write the Kasalkadaitach to go away from Milan for the last days of Pesach. It says the Rebbe moving They shock about this that because this is the first Pesach that you're in in, in Italy, Zman this is a time of going out from all the Mitzari, and it's a opportune time to do things with the Kehillah, and the Rebbe goes through over here, the importance of the last days of Pesach, and this is the time of um, uh, the Pesach, is the idea of the Geulach Reino, Bias HaMoshiach, as we explained this, and therefore the Rebbe ends off in the, um, in the last paragraph the hirutzim that mitachsim cho btoblevov on the hatzlacha kedelosh nitnolei ulosugos er that the great thatzlacha that you were given and um that you were given um to be mafids the uh, mayones in your kehillah um memeno your futsu be sviveseo you natzl kol yom for yom you'll take advantage of every single day and especially the last days of pesach because the whole idea of, of the last days is of Uphoratsto, Zemoshiah, and especially in suits of the David Malcolm Misha. My father, <laughs> on the one hand, he became, uh, <laughs> his whole dream went five. On the other hand, for our family at least, what we learned from the story is this is 100% that Rebbe should send a letter. This was all went by mail. And the Rebbe foresaw that a minute before my father goes into the taxi, he's going to get this letter. What we learned from this, that there's someone in control, not only and the Rebbe takes care of every single individual. Therefore, all those that are in despair regarding the current situation, please remember, this is just the Akdama, the, the introduction. Everything is under control and we have nothing to be in despair. We're not, we have to continue. There's no question about it. We have to continue doing. Aber has the to think that there's something which is out of control over here. That's number one. So if that's the case, as is after this, a little like Dhamma, I would like to address the first question that I mentioned before. And that is what people are saying, some people are saying, that maybe we messed up, maybe we made a mistake. We we shouldn't be doing what we're doing. So, the Rebbe Baruch Hashem bavoured out. So, I would like to quote from another letter that my father received, and that was the first year that he went on shlichus. Just to give a little uh, background to the story. Um, Those days, there were very few uh, shluchim, very, very few. And my father. and my father had almost no, nobody to, to share with things, to discuss things, etc. So So anytime a guest showed up was a very big thing. One of the guests who showed up at that time, his name was Rabbi J.J. J. Hecht. Rabbi J.J. Hecht made a trip from America to Israel. Those days you couldn't go direct from America to Israel. You had to stop in Europe. So he stopped off in Italy. So my father, Baruch Hashem, had someone who he could uh, share things, discuss things, etc. Another person who my father was very close to at that time, and he also came to Italy. And he actually came to Italy before my parents to discuss things with the Balabatim, and that was Rabbi Yoming So, seemingly, after they came to Italy, they went back to the Rebbe, and they gave regards of, from Rabbi Garelik. But it looks like that in the regards, they also mentioned that Rabbi Garelik is very brach. Why is it because he did something. Unfortunately, I don't know what that something is, but my father feel, felt that he did something wrong. It wasn't the correct thing to do. And perhaps maybe he's not doing correctly, etc. So my father did not write to the Rebbe, but all of a sudden, on Zain other Shani, my father gets another letter from the Rebbe where the Rebbe addresses this um, this issue, and you can see it right there on your screen. And hopefully, this will answer the question. If you give a look, the Rebbe starts off, I received your letter, and in addition to the Pash, Pash means Shalom, the regards. From Rabbi Yomin, Rabog, Rabog is Rabbi Yomim Elio Gorodetsky, and Rabbi Yanki Yehuda Hecht and etc. Cetera, et cetera. Now comes the Reve in the next paragraph. I am sure that this is superfluous that I even have to mention this. She Beruach that we should not despair. Beim E. In the past, there was maybe a mistake in something in, in any issue. As for example, what I was told by Rabbi Hecht and Rabbi Berger, says the Rebbe, and please take these words. It is a normal thing when people do things. As the Chachomin say, the literal translation is that a person does not really get clarity in a halacha unless etc. What's the etc. The etc. is the Rebbe doesn't want to write it, but the etc. is elo If he stumbles over it, if he makes a mistake, like you say in English, from mistakes you learn. So in halacha it's also like that, says the Rebbe. And it's normal. A person learns much, much more from his mistakes. To know what to do in the future. And the Rebbe adds. You have the Schuss of the Rabbim. You have the of the And the Schuss of the Rabbim is helping you in such a way that he is the Rebbe is with you wherever you go. And therefore, if somebody even thinks for a moment that he made a mistake and maybe he messed up, the Rebbe disagrees with you. The Rebbe wants to take what you call a mistake, that you call it an opportunity to be able to perfection what we're doing. No one messed up anything. We're doing a very good job, nor for 10. We have to continue going with much more chayas and kayach and until the job is not finished. But chas v'sholem that because we look at the past, it should cause a setback. And the Rebbe makes it very clear that the Rabbeim are going along with us. We have nothing to worry about. So let's continue. That's as far as the first question is concerned. The second one, which is a little deeper. And the second question, as I mentioned was, that some people think that maybe I'm the wrong person. I'm not uh, I don't have the schools. Uh, and if others would do it, they, they, they would be do a better job, etc. So for this, there's also another third. My main point of here is is to show that the rebbe and altbavort. Any question that anybody may have, we don't have to think up of new aitzes or new things. The rebbe told us to very clear in all of these issues. And uh, Baruch Hashem, I, I have the great schools that my parents got so many letters from the Rebbe in the first years because they had nobody who to share with. And it's a known thing that if the Rebbe said something to somebody, it's not only for that individual. Most things, sometimes it's something for that individual. But most of these things are heroic for everybody. Everybody could learn from this. So there's a very famous story. That my mother even has it on, I believe she said it once on the gem but over here you're going to see the actual, the original of it. There was one time that my mother was called to speak in uh, in a certain city, not far from Milan. There was a over there. And my mother went and she spoke. It was When she finished speaking, there was still some time left. So the people asked my mother to say more stuff. And my mother's mind went, blank blank she couldn't remember a thing she speaks every shabbos and she spoke to the girls and she, she used to speak to the ladies blank garnished No, as soon as can get so she started singing with them something whatever on her way back to milan she was very tzibran. and she wrote a letter to the rebbe and she told the rebbe that she feels that if the rebbe would have sent somebody else they would have done a better job they would have stood there and they would have ready what to say and she was standing there as a V. So, the Rebbe answered her, and here is the letter. the last week. Many people asked me for a copy of this letter, and here is the letter right there. Okay, this was also written in other pays, and the Rebbe writes as follows: Blessings and greetings to my mother. Now, this was very in English, so it's more for for the Olam. This is to acknowledge receipt of your letter of the twenty-first of Odor and also your previous correspondence. May Hashem grant that all the matters about which you write, including your activities in progress, as well as those to be undertaken in the future, should all be crowned with atzlacha, and in a greater measure than expected or anticipated at first glance. That's the Agdom. Then the ever writes, in the literature of Xiddas, such, acti- uh, such activities are classified and explained under two categories, seeding and planting. There is what's called zriya, and then there is Netia, right? The difference is, in the case of seeding, as for example, sowing wheat, the fruits take less time to appear than in the case of planting a tree. The reason is, because in the... And the Rebbe explains the basic difference between planting and seeding, uh, the, the, about the Hutu'itzos, which is going to happen, which you could read on your own. The main thing which I want to read is the paragraph, the third paragraph that starts with the words in the light of above. I know that Eber wrote this to my mother, but I'm going to show how this is shy to every single one of us that ever writes as follows in the light of the above. And also in answer to your previous letter, it is surprising to me that you should have any doubt about your ability or the success of your efforts, etc. It would appear as if you have doubts as to whether the one who gave you the assignment had made a wise choice. Now watch out, the Rebbe says, this. surely you do not entertain such a thought that the one who sent you may have not made a wise choice. And then the Rebbe continues, though in any case, I would con- not consider, I would not consider it in any personal way as far as I'm concerned. In other words, the Rebbe doesn't take personal if someone would think that way. However, now comes the good part. However, if you're certain that the one who gave you the assignment has not made a mistake, then you should continue your work with certainty and confidence and with Hashem's help, you will succeed. And the Rebbe finishes off. I trust that you and all yours have absorbed per- put him in its true and joyous spirit May Hashem grant that the spirit of Purim will be carried over in all your activities throughout the year. So I am sure that no one needs more explanation than this, where the Rebbe makes it very, very clear that if someone else is the one that gives the assignment, nope, if the Rebbe is the one that gave us the assignment and he gave it to us, then he's in total control and we just have to continue doing what we're doing. Yes, we have to We have to figure out always possible the we always have to look going up, every single individual. First of all, l'chaim l'chaim. We were told by our Abbaim that the nishamis that were part of Temchet Mimim were picked by the Rebbeim. It's not stamaze. it's not a jungle out there. Every single one who ends up in taimchet Mimim, their Neshamis were handpicked by the Rebbeim that they should be part of the system. There is no question that all the people who come in contact with the Rebbe, are handpicked by the Rebbe. We see some people came in contact with the Rebbe, the at least what we see, and others didn't. Those that did come in contact, there is no question that they were during the summer were handpicked. Therefore, no one should entertain for a moment that maybe he's not worthy of the job. Maybe someone else would have done something better. We were all entrusted by the Rebbe to do the most beautiful and important shlichus in history since the creation of the world. Think for a moment, there's nesham sitting up there for five and a half thousand years, waiting to see how we are going to finish this. Therefore, don't despair. Just hold on a little bit longer because any given moment, we will be zeched to go out of this gulf. And the Rebbe will be proud of every single one of us. At the same time, everyone of Klal Yisrael has an to bring Mashiach and do everything within his power to get the job done. Everyone has it. The tools are there, grab them and get to work. There are dozens of programs, which I'm sure throughout the program you will see things that every single individual could do, and no one is exempted. We're all part of this. And when we are all together, going to do everything that we can, one way or the other, it makes no difference if we're a chassid, if we're a shliach, if we're a businessman, makes no difference. We're a yid. We are part of the neshama klolis. We're part of all of this all together. Everyone together, let's get to work. And then we will finally be able to witness the in its full glory. So, L'chaim, L'chaim to everyone. Let's remember Yeshbal Abai's He gave us a job. He trusts us with this job. Otherwise, he wouldn't have given it to us. And Be'ezah Hashem, we are going to finish it tonight and Emir tomorrow morning. We'll be able to bring the karma in the base HaMikdash exactly how the ramam says in Ilhas Mashiach, that we're going to have Schlemusath of a mitzvas, and we are be able to do all the 630 mitzvahs. And then we'll be able to see in its full glory. And of course, Mashiach now.